Blog Talk Radio.
Lord. You know, Lord, whether I'm right or wrong. God bless you, and good afternoon to you, our radio listeners. It is Saturday. It is the 1 p.m. hour, and you are listening to Global Gospel. I'm your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend, and as you know, we're here every Saturday from 1 p.m. until 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, sharing with you the gospel and the good news. We want you to know that we don't own the right to any of the music on today, but uh, we pray that every selection is a blessing to you, to you, and to you, our listeners. Tell your family, tell your friends, tell your neighbors to log on to www.blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel. Let them know that we are live and on the air. And you can take down this number if you decide to call in at the appointed time, 619-924-0800. is our call-in number. We want you to know that in addition to Block Talk Radio, we are syndicated as well on Apple iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. So look for those, uh, look for Global Gospel on those platforms. We would like for you to connect with us also on social media. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Tumblr. We are on Instagram. If you go to our Facebook page, our Twitter page, or our Tumblr page, there's a direct link to each and every episode. So we encourage you to uh, become our friend on those social media platforms. Uh, join our page, like our page. Also comment on our page. Comment on uh, Block Talk Radio as well. Well, we want to shout out today our sponsors. Shout out to the sponsors, MPT Enterprise. Abyssinia, Third Lounge, Melanated Beards, Ryan Wilson, the Nationwide Black Family Mediation Services, Lois Glenn Carter, Happy Healthy Functioning. We thank God for you, you and you. Grandma Edda's Quilting, we thank God for you as well. Shout out to the Townsends, the Normans, the Stevensons, the Locks, the Bradells, the Hernandez family, the Thompson family, the Wiggins, the Brinson, the Francis, the Allen, the Hartley, the Browns, the Latham, the Carter, the Walker, the McCoys. We thank God for all of you uh, that are joining us on today. Thank God for you, you, and you. And certainly we do have a special treat lined up for you in just a few minutes. So we encourage you to stay tuned. If you would like to connect with Global Gospel, you can connect with us at P.O. Box 5331. That is in Hempstead, New York where the zip code is 11550. Our email is globalgospel17 at gmail.com. Please, we encourage you to join in with us and to share with us. For those of you that have uh, tuned in for the first time, also shout out to our listeners around the world, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Maryland, Delaware, Virginia, the Carolinas, Georgia, Florida, Michigan, Illinois, California, Mexico, Mexico, Canada, Poland, Germany, Ivory Coast, Ghana, Nigeria, the United Kingdom, uh, France, Spain, Portugal, Turkey, Kenya. Thank God for you, you, and for you. For those of you that have tuned in for the first time, our theme scripture here at Global Gospel comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. And it is our prayer today 
that none be lost. Uh, we want you to know that Jesus came, that he lived, that he died for the sins of the world. We want you to know if you're down and out, if you're oppressed, if you're suicidal, if you just can't make it, if you're homeless, if you're jobless, if you're unemployed, the gospel is here today to heal you, to deliver you, to save you, and set you free. It is comprehensive. It meets every natural, every spiritual, every emotional, every physical need that you have in your life. And so we pray that you are encouraged on today. At this time, we are going to take a break. And after that break, you will be hearing from our guests on today. Stay tuned and be blessed. Jesus, lover of my soul.
are back. We are back, and you are listening to Global Gospel, and our special guests are here in studio today. All one, two, three of them are here, and certainly uh, we want them to say hello. Hello, special guests. Tell us who you are, whoever wants to go first. Ed, would you go first? All right. Hello, hello. Uh, I am Edward Callahan. I am uh, a pianist here in New York City, a classical and gospel pianist, and uh, I am the one that this really cool book is about that you'll hear about in a second. All right. And thanks again for having us, um, Reverend Townsend. My name is Sonia Hollins, and my husband, Sean Hollins, is also here, and we are the parents of Edward Callahan, and together we created the book, Little Eddie Goes to Carnegie Hall. So thanks for having us. And Sean, Dan, if you want to say anything. Sean, are you there? Can you hear us? Okay. Okay, maybe he's on mute. That's okay. <laughs> okay, he'll 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 be with us shortly. All right. Well, I thank you, uh, Ed, Sonia, and Sean, for sharing with Global Gospel on this Saturday afternoon. And certainly, you have a tremendous uh, work that uh, you are going to share with us on today. So, uh, as those of you that are listening and reading along. You know that today's episode is Little Eddie Goes to Carnegie Hall. And so the authors on the line, authors, is this your first book? Oh, no, no. no. <laughs> go ahead, Sean. You want to share more about what we do? No, go ahead. No, I was just answering. No, I'm going to fill in the, the details. Okay, welcome, okay. Sean. Glad to have you. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you. All right. So basically, um, uh, Sean and I, our backgrounds are in journalism and graphic design. So okay. about 2010, we created a publishing consulting firm called Season Press. And Sean's name is S-E-A-N, and my name is S-O-N-Y-A. So together, the first three letters of our names create Season. So Season Press started as a publishing consulting firm uh, based on my first book I wrote called Here I Stand. Uh, It was a musical history of musicians from Battle Creek, Michigan. So if you know about Battle Creek, many people know it from the serial. It was the serial city because that's Kellogg's headquarters. But there were also a lot of musicians who started at a club called the El Grotto in Battle Creek and Junior Walker and the All-Stars and Al Green and a lot of others got their start at this club. So as a journalist, I created this book, and other people start saying, wow, who did your book? And like, well, Sean and I did it. And from there, we just started helping other people fulfill their dreams to become self-published authors. So uh, in the meantime, we've written uh, Benjamin Lawson and his Handy Dandy Clippers. We've written um, Small Beginnings, A Photographic Journey to the Life of Murray's Tate. We've helped hundreds of other uh, small you know, other people who wanted to self-publish create their own books as well. So our desire was to highlight Edward 
and his amazing talent as a musician through the book Little Eddie Goes to Carnegie Hall. So that's our fourth or fifth book that we've created together. Okay, that's pretty cool. Uh, I didn't. I learned something new today, and so certainly we'll have to uh, discuss those other books uh, at a later time as well. I think that's probably worthy of discussing. Uh, so uh, we thank you uh, for stepping out. So the inspiration behind this, obviously, is Little Eddie. And so mm-hmm. did uh, what was the first step in this process? Well, you know, Edward has been taking piano lessons since he was five years old, and his piano teacher was Miss Billy. And, you know, she's a woman who, from the beginning, Edward said he wanted to be a you know classical piano player and bow and wear a tuxedo. So all these years he's been preparing for these moments to uh, one day perform at Carnegie Hall. So Miss Billy has been instrumental in uh, his life as a, a music teacher. And in, ter- in turn, Edward has also helped other people, other young men, young boys, be excited about music as a music teacher as well. So Edward had told me about one of his students who had asked about what an audition was. And, you know, it was just a cute little thing to me that this little boy didn't understand what an audition was. So my thought was let's take Edward as a piano teacher and have him take a little piano student throughout New York on Edward's way to an audition at Carnegie Hall. So this little piano student of his follows him along through New York City, listening to the sounds of the city, the subway sounds, the sounds of musicians in the streets, the sounds of, you know, coins clanking in a can, you know, all different types of things. And this little boy gets to Carnegie Hall uh, with his mentor, who is is Edward's character. Um, And then we find out later a a twist in the whole thing uh, at the end of the story. So basically it's just motivated from Edward and his amazing life and his desire to perform at Carnegie Hall one day. So this is a tribute to him and an encouragement to him, showing that we're proud of him. At the same time, use something to inspire other young people to get into music, uh, to to know the history. We have some history of other black musicians who performed at Carnegie Hall in the book that the little boy learns about. Uh, And at the same time, just, you know, highlight that there are, you know, a classical African-American male piano player out there who really has a desire to take his music to another level. Awesome. That That is really awesome. And so, this is actually not Ed's first time here on Global Gospel. Um, minor Keys, we featured Minor Keys when that first came out. Uh, I'm not sure we talked about uh, Etudes, uh, but Ed has been here before, and I'm just going to let the audience hear briefly uh, from the uh, master himself. All right? So here's this is track five, and then we're going to... Uh, let Ed have his uh, little uh, have his uh, input on the book as well.
Okay, Edward, that's your cue. <laughs> All right. I love it. That's one of my favorite etudes ever. It's the Chopin etude in F minor, opus 10, number 9. Um, thank you for playing that. I know I wanted you to, to uh, surprise me with one of my tracks, so thank you. Um, yeah, so thank you again for having us, and um, Little Eddie Goes to Carnegie Hall was actually a surprise to me. I didn't really? even know. Yeah, I didn't even know they were writing a book about me. They didn't tell me anything. And I was doing a concert in Michigan, and I had a Zoom interview with one of the sponsors, the Kalamazoo Public Library. And uh, they ended up jumping on the Zoom, and they unveiled the book to me then. And I was, if you see the Zoom, I was literally so speechless. I didn't even react. I was just like, um, okay. <laughs> like, I just, I, I couldn't believe it because it was just too much to take in. Uh, so as time, you know, as I finished my concert and got to play and actually saw the books and read it and started signing it, it really became surreal. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it's so cool. I mean, to this day, I'm sending books out. I'm doing virtual readings. We're doing virtual Zoom readings. Uh, it's it's really really amazing. Wow. So that that is very flattering and humbling, I'm sure. What is it like to see yourself in a book? It's really crazy, you know. And the cool thing is, um, you know, Carnegie Hall has always been my dream. That's always been the place where I've wanted to play. And we reached out to Carnegie Hall because we were just so excited. And they ended up picking up the books and selling them in their uh, bookstores and in their gift shops as well. Um, so that was really even more of a dream. Um, but it was so cool just to see me and just to see some of my um, mannerisms and just how I am, you know, portrayed um, onto a book and, and as a character. It was really, really cool. And just to see it be a young black boy, you know, so other young black kids can see that, you know, this is something that they can do as well. This is a career. This is, you know, an option that they have as well. So it was it was really, really amazing to see. That's awesome. And so so being a being parents to a young black man and being a young black man, they both offer challenges in the world that we live in. And one of the things is that this is a positive image, promotes positive self-image. And what would your advice be to other parents and other uh, young people and children as pertaining to how music can help you navigate through life? Um, I think that one way parents can do that is actually support their kids, um, especially even when they're starting off. I know they bring the horn out, and you're like, oh, my goodness, what is this noise? But if they keep practicing, they will get better, and that encouragement from a parental standpoint is usually their biggest cheerleader. And when you're supporting from that stand, then they're able to connect with other musicians and see that I can do something besides play basketball or football or any other sports, not that those are anything wrong with them, but they can do both. Um, and 
one thing that when we looked at this book, what better way to memorialize uh, our our son with a book that kind of talks about his life journey. Um, so it's not only that we uh, motivated him and, and encouraged him when he was younger, but this continues to do that. And now it has turned uh, twofold where he's actually encouraging other young black men to that music is okay. Um, sometimes it's a stereotype with music, like, okay, well, you're not, you're, you're a different kind of person. But no, Edward's a cool kid, always been, and he just happens to be able to be very talented playing the piano. And so I think those additional encouragements are, are great. Uh, when they bring certificates, put them up on the refrigerator, put them on the wall. Um, those things help motivate uh, our kids, especially black men, um, to actually continue to keep excelling. So that's what we were looking to do, to continue to encourage him, um, continue to put uh, attainable, reachable goals in front of him. Uh, I believe that he's going to get to a Carnegie. And after that, who knows? So those things are um, benchmarks and spiritual markers that we can use to actually cast a vision and see how God will bring that vision to, to fruition. So uh, we're extremely proud of Edward, and um, I continue to uh, use your talents and gifts to encourage other individuals. Awesome. That, that is well said. And sometimes, perhaps culturally, classical music may not be the first sound that everyone is introduced to, maybe in a certain type of setting. And so it's a great thing that you're able to break barriers and also show a different side of the music world. That music is just not one dimensional. It's just not one style of music or one genre of music, but you bring yourself uh, to the table. So, so. Um, and I like ever to kind of share, I like ever to share a little bit because, you know, we see the level that he's at now, and he's constantly practicing. He's constantly trying to get better. But I like ever to talk a little bit as you're talking about motivating kids. Um, you know, what were some of the challenges as a young person that he had to, you know, deal with or overcome to even get to this level? And you know, letting some parents realize that these challenges, you know, are real, and how do you help students get through those? So, ever could you kind of maybe share some of the challenges there are being a young person? you know, on any path, particularly classical, and what are some things you have to go through to get to that level? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, you know, one of the main challenges was um, the doubt, you know, from from people that you were hoping would be on your side. Um, I had a lot of issues with different professors in college and teachers uh, who tried to uh, deter me from the path and, you know, say, hey, maybe you should, you know, just do jazz music or, hey, you know, you're playing in church. Why don't you just keep doing that? You don't need to do classical. Um, and they tried to pretty much say that it was something that we could not obtain, um, you know, and that was one of the hardest things to, to get through. And I eventually I met my mentor, Damian Sneed, who became my professor and he really encouraged me and really told me, hey, you can do this, you know, and he's conducting and he's working with Wynton Marcellus and, and everybody. So to see somebody, you know, that's actually doing it, it 
motivated me to say, you know what, okay, I have to keep going. And I get so many messages from other um, kids and, you know, um, students in college who are having some of those same issues. Um, and, and they ask me for advice and how to get through it. And, um, you know, so it's, it's, it's a really common thing. And we all deal with it in our different fields, you know. Um, but that was the hardest thing. You know, the discipline pretty much was pretty easy for me. Um, as a child, it was hard to practice and, you know, hear kids playing outside and, or just seeing the weather is nice and, you know, you want to go out but you have to practice. That was kind of hard, but now, you know, it's, it's, it's easy for me to do. Uh, but just getting through that doubt, you know, and, and succeeding, you know, after I, I released my first album and it hit the charts with the billboard charts and, you know, all of these doors started opening up, a lot of these teachers, you know, have messaged me and, and congratulated me and, oh, I always knew you could do it. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> you know, so... <laughs> Sometimes you know, you right. have to, sometimes you have to you have to fight for a vision that you know only you can see, you know, um, and it, it can be it can be really hard sometimes because you just don't know the outcome, you don't know. Um, so uh, that was the hardest thing. But once I got through that, got through the doubt, and just started, you know, I released these albums myself. No manager, no publicist, no label, no budget. Mm-hmm. I just did it, you know, myself. And to know that I could do that and see the success and the support of everyone backing me, um, that's that's really all I needed. So, you know, next we're we're coming for the Grammys. <laughs> I hear you. That, that's that's really that's really awesome. And so, from the publishing perspective, from the recording perspective, as you said, everything has its challenges. And so. Where does that put your faith when you're being rejected by people that are supposed to be encouraging you, when you have little to no budget to work with? Uh, how does faith kick in? That's a good question. Um, so one of the things that I had to do, you know, for my first album because I didn't understand how much it would cost. I didn't understand anything. I didn't understand the tracking weeks. I didn't understand what counted as a sale. Uh, So I really just started to research the charts. Before my album came out, I would look months in advance. I would look to see who's number one. I would research their profile and, and see how many followers they had and see how many likes they would get on a post. I just researched and researched. And one day I saw somebody on on Instagram who went number one, and they maybe had like 400 followers on Instagram. I said, whoa. I said, okay, so I don't need to have a million followers. I don't need to have 3 billion followers on TikTok and this and that. I was like, I think I can do this. And um, so that's what really encouraged me to see that there were other platforms with less followers still making the success. And their albums were incredible. You know, and they had, some of them had management and things like that. But I said, okay, you know what? I think I can do this. And as I started to release the album and get pre-orders and get the anticipation going and seeing it actually reflect electronically, you know, I was on the pre-selling, best pre-selling list and all these things. I said, okay, you know, and I kept track of 
everybody that bought albums. I, I made a list number-wise so I knew what I could um, prepare for. Uh, so after that and just seeing the charts, seeing that thing go number one and seeing it there for days and days and days, um, I knew, okay, I can do this. You know, I don't need a label. I don't need any of that. I can do it. And, you know, every dime that I made when I worked, I put some of it to the studio. I put some of it to my photo shoots. I put some of it to my wardrobe. I would just set up a little bit aside so when it was time to do it, uh, I was ready. So that, that's kind of how it started. Awesome. Season press. And, you know, and you know uh, it would be wrong for us not to even acknowledge God in this because he grew up in the church. Um, he's still working as a musician in the church. Um, the vision is the ability to see things that aren't right now and make that happen, which chimes right into faith, the substance of things hoped for, and the evidence of things not seen. So for him to cast that vision of being able to do what he's done that he has never done is stepping out on God. And the same with him getting to Carnegie, um, speaking those things that aren't as though they were. So it's, it's, it's that God piece that also is a key factor in making sure that we are lining up. He's walking in his, his, um, his passion. He's walking in his purpose. Uh, he's given back to uh, God by serving the church and in, a, in the capacity of a musician. So he, he's not just sitting back waiting for something to happen. So that vision and that faith piece steps way outside of yourself in trusting God that he's going to make this thing happen. So he was prepared. He was prepared for that moment. I believe if he's called to go to Carnegie right now, he's prepared. So mm-hmm. it's just a matter of waiting because it's going to happen. And from a parental standpoint, being able to watch him operate from a faith capacity is huge. And it helps our other children saying, man, your brother did this, and he's able to achieve things because of faith. Right. Awesome. Well yes. said. So, so we want to give our listeners an opportunity to purchase this this awesome work here. And we, we're actually going to talk about the illustration as well because it's very bright, vibrant and colorful and it's very attractive to uh, the young eye. Uh, so uh, we're going to take a brief break and we'll come back and you can tell us how they can purchase this book and you can give some shout outs. Our number in studio six one nine nine two four zero eight zero zero. So our listeners, uh, you have a chance. Uh, pick up your phone, get ready, 619-924-0800. This is uh, from Etudes. Uh, stay tuned.
Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we are back with Sonia and Sean Hollins and uh, Ed Edward Callahan as well. Little Eddie goes to Carnegie Hall. That was track four from Etude. There's two uh, projects out there that you can purchase, and we'll get back to that. But Sonia and Sean, there is an illustrator that is attached to this. Tell us who your illustrator is. So Dan Monroe is a, we're here in Michigan, so Dan Monroe is a, a local artist who, I mean, he's incredible. And the way I found Dan was I was doing some work with the public media news station, and I had a show called Let's Talk Books where I interviewed local people about the books that they've done. And so Dan actually was an illustrator, and one of the books he illustrated was for Dennis Rodman. And when I was interviewing him, I was like, oh, my gosh, that's so cool. You know, he's done books for a lot of athletes, a lot of illustrations for books for athletes. And so I asked him if he would be interested in in this project, and he was like, for sure, that would be amazing. So we collaborated, and, you know, we kind of just shared the vision vision with him. Uh, He did did the work, and then Sean, because he's an awesome graphic artist, was able to do the book design and layout, you know, add some additional aspects to it. We have in there some historic photos of, like, you know, Duke Ellington and, you know, some other amazing people in music history, Florence Price, um, George Walker, Louis Armstrong, Nina Simone. So we were able to take those historic images and input those into the book as well to kind of show that, you know, Eddie was learning about some amazing you know, African-Americans in music history who also had a connection to Carnegie Hall. So putting together a book is, is a team effort. Not only, you know, you don't just write it, but you also have to have the, the illustrations and you have to have the graphic designer and, and all that works together to, to create the project. So, uh, yeah, Dan was a great collaborator on that project, and we were happy to, to have him involved in this as well. Awesome. So how can our listeners purchase Little Eddie goes to Carnegie Hall. All right, you want to share that with me, Edward? Sure. There are a few different ways that you can purchase them. Uh, you can purchase them on Amazon. Uh, you could just type in Little Eddie goes to Carnegie Hall, and it's right there. And if you have a Prime membership, it uh, ships even faster. And we have a hardcover and a softcover copy. Uh, so depending on which one you like, uh, you can also get it on the Carnegie Hall bookstore on the website. So if you want to get it from Carnegie Hall itself, uh, you can go to CarnegieHall.com and you can go to their gift shop and look it up there. And if you also, if you want to just reach out to any one of us directly, uh, you can reach us on Facebook, just type in our names. And if you want to get the signatures, we can sign them for you and ship them out as well. Uh, so just depending on what you're looking for, uh, or if you buy it and you just want to wait to get the signatures, sometimes you can do that. Uh, but there's a, there's many many ways to get it, and um, yeah, so just just look out for it. So there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Get your copy. Little Eddie goes to Carnegie Hall. I have I have my copy, um, and uh, it, it's an awesome teaching uh, moment as well. There's a glossary in here. It explains some musical terms as well. Uh, so it's just not just all fun and games and entertainment, but certainly it is there for you to learn along with the young person in your life. Number in studio, 
Caller. Caller, are you yes, there? Good afternoon. Yes, good afternoon, everyone. This is Marlon P. Townsend calling in to shout out Reverend Townsend, mom, dad, and my brother, uh, Little Eddie, who I've had the opportunity to share the stage with uh, on a few occasions. Just want to call in say thank you to each and every one of you for paving the way and keeping the way paved. And I'm still looking forward to uh, going platinum and triple platinum. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah, Marlon, we did uh, the committed musical together uh, with Jerome Brooks. He was the drummer and I was the pianist, so we worked together for weeks and weeks at a time on musicals and all over the city. He's he's amazing. <laughs> thank you. Awesome. Yes, thank sir. you. Take care. Listen, six one nine nine two four zero eight zero zero. We have a few uh, minutes uh, to spare. So Sonia and Sean. Who are entrepreneurs? Who are the inspirations <laughs> in your life? I know that uh, Edward is inspired by YouTube, but uh, who are some of your inspirations and influences? Sean, you want to go well, first? Sure. For uh, for myself, it's um, both sides of my family, uh, from my mom and my dad's side. Uh, we had own grocery stores and had. Uh, um, small hotels and so I grew up seeing that and I did equip myself with the skills needed to do a, a business that I enjoy doing um, that I would do for free but people want to pay me for it um, so it's a passion, it's a gift um, I like designing um, and it's something that comes easy uh, and I enjoy doing it and so to turn that into something that we're actually able to help other people uh, create their visions, uh, whether it's a logo, whether it's a book, whether it's a, a, a brochure or, or whatever it is, I, I, that passion kind of continues to boil in me that I'm able to do that. So the entrepreneur was was easy um, to step out to. Again, got to step out of faith because uh, – there's some unknowns in that, but again, trusting God that He's going to continue to provide. So, um, and give a shout out to my wife, that's an amazing writer, um, and her passion as well. Yeah, for me, I never really looked at becoming an entrepreneur. My passion was, you know, writing. My background is in journalism, and my dream was to work for the New York Times. Uh, so that was something always on my list. So. You know, I worked as a journalist. I did some work with Black Enterprise Magazine and some local newspapers and other state magazines. So uh, I love history and I love travel. So I was able to use those two passions to help other people not only self-publish, but I have an organization called the Merge Tate Explorers, and it helps girls. We travel the world, and they also create their own magazine every quarter. So as an entrepreneur, I feel using your passions to help other people uh, is basically the, the focus of what I do. I, I love to see people when they have their, they see their book for the first time and, you know, it's like a baby that they, you know, help birth, you know, and bring to life. So it, it's a, a blessing to be able to help people's dreams of writing come to life um, along with, you know, Sean and the talents that he brings and, and then with the travel to see girls, you know, when they see the Eiffel Tower or they're riding in gondolas and, in Venice, or they're eating food in, you know, Japan. It's just a blessing to be able to 
to use my talents and gifts to, you know, to help, you know, bring some excitement to other people's lives and to be able to do that for my children as well. So, you know, it's, it's just a blessing that, you know, Edward has been able to see his dream and be able to watch this journey that he's on, you know, along the way. And, you know, there were times when I was, you know, taking him to piano lessons and my muffler was falling off and, you know, all kind of things like that. <laughs> you know, it, it was all for it was all for a purpose. You know, a bigger a bigger purpose. And as parents, we have to sacrifice and do things to help our our children's dreams come to fruition. So um, it's just a, a blessing that you know, God has allowed um, me to to watch this journey in, in Edward's life. So uh, I'm just so proud of him. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Most of us have owned at least one hoopty in our lives. So some of us, some of us more than others. So listen, it's a part of the struggle. It's part of the progress. It's part of the process, you know. So listen, we have to do what we have to do to get where we need to be. We have another caller. Our number is Studio six one nine nine two four zero eight zero zero. Caller, good afternoon. Uh, good afternoon. Yes. Hello. Yes. Yes. Oh. Yes. Um, really enjoying the show. Um, just really want to get some advice for any uh, young music um, fans in the sense of, you know, you have a young person that wants to become a pianist. What advice would you give as far as, you know, getting into the, the space as far as professional music? All right. Who, who, are, you, who okay. are you and where are you calling from, sir? Elijah Hayward calling from New York City. Okay. Oh, Elijah. Yes, yeah, is one of my friends. I put on I put on Facebook. I said if anybody calls in, I'll give them a copy of Little Eddie. So I think that's what we're <laughs> um, well, I definitely want to yeah. copy the book for my godson. But no, I, I respect what you're doing, and I am interested because I have a lot of uh, nieces and nephews who are young, and uh, I would love to just know what advice you would give by way of just getting them on the right track by way of music. Yeah, good question. Um, one of the things that I really enjoyed and that I used to do when I was younger was just go to concerts and see, seeing someone that, that looks like me that was able to be there. Um, when I was younger, I went to the Gilmore Keyboard Festival, and there was a pianist by the name of Andre Watts, who's actually the very first black concert pianist to reach you know, international fame. And uh, I met him, and I met Raymond Harvey, the very first black conductor of the Kalamazoo Symphony Orchestra. And I just met all of these people who are doing exactly what I want to do. And eventually, I ended up playing for that Gilmore concert last year. They called me to play, which was kind of like a complete circle. Uh, But going to concerts, you know, I think for kids, going and seeing them, getting to meet some of these artists, um, just watching on YouTube. Sometimes I'll watch with some of my younger students who are five, six, seven years old, just watching uh, so they can see it on a video. Um, and, you know, just just continue to encourage them. I think that's really the main thing. Um, even my young students, they're like, oh, I can never play like you. And I was like, oh, no, you're going to be so much better than me. And they're like, what? Really? <laughs> You know, so just to continue to encourage them and, you know, whatever direction they want to go in, you know, I did everything when I was younger. I did Little League. I did Boy Scouts. I did karate. I did tennis. I, did, I mean, I, I was all over the place, you know, but once we got to the piano, I was like, okay, this is it, then we were able to, to take off. So just 
just continue to encourage them. You know, you can always FaceTime me. I can talk to them personally, um, you know, and, and all of that good stuff. And I think that will help them a lot. Awesome. Well, uh, Elijah, we're going to make sure Thank you, you very get, much. We'll, we'll make sure you get a copy, yeah. and certainly we're going to give you one compliment of uh, MPT Enterprise Marlin uh, for your family members. And certainly uh, we do want Ed to give away. Uh, he's going to give away another one. So our number in studio six one nine nine two four zero eight zero zero. You have a few minutes left. You can still catch us here live. All right. Thank you. All right. Uh, shout out! Did everyone shout out? I didn't hear any shout outs today. Who would you like to shout out? I know the whole family's on right now. Uh, mom, dad, and you can't shout out mom and dad. Well, you can shout them out to him, but you can shout out to somebody who's <laughs> here too. <laughs> Perhaps there's somebody that isn't on with us that you want to shout out. Oh, uh, I, I want to shout out my my siblings, my little brothers and my little sisters, uh, Shamil, Cyan, and Sasha. They are doing incredible things. They're in their own lanes, and they are really dominating in it. So I want to shout out to them. Um, just shout out to everyone who's, you know, pursuing their dreams and going for their goals. Um, yeah, that's that's what I want to shout out. <laughs> okay. Any, any other shout outs? Okay. All right. All right. So, um, well, once again, we encourage you all. Little Eddie goes to Carnegie Hall. And technically speaking, since you can purchase Little Eddie goes to Carnegie Hall from Carnegie Hall, Little Eddie's already at, in Carnegie Hall <laughs> in one aspect. <laughs> yeah. So if we look at it from that way, we're already there. And so uh, we're just waiting for the next step. Um, but certainly we thank you all uh, for sharing with us uh, on this Saturday afternoon for being positive role models for our community, positive black role models, positive black male role models, and also for what you do with helping the young black girls travel, um, being uh, in business for yourself and promoting black wealth and black entrepreneurship and Listen, um, we don't have to be a part of any statistic, but the statistics that we make for ourselves. And so uh, it is so important that we keep God first and whatever we do. And certainly uh, we know that he will take care of everything else. So uh, at this time, I'm going to let everyone, uh, Sonia, Sean, and Edward, you can give your conclusion for today. And uh, we want to remind our listeners that if you perhaps missed anything, uh, you can log back on at the 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time hour. The whole show is there for you to listen to and also on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. Closing remarks for this Saturday afternoon and encouragement to our listeners. Sean, you can go first, and then I'll go, and then Edward can wrap it up. I'd like to thank you for um, continue to uh, for the radio station and and the host for continue to keep black excellence in front of our people, um, highlighting and showing the strength of what we do in different capacities, different facets in life. Um, that's huge because everybody is not a piano player, everybody, but you're you're able to show 
different aspects of what we do in an excellent way. Um, thank you for hosting. Thank you for the challenging questions, um, the diving deep questions that uh, are inspiring to other individuals that are listening. Um, and shout out to Edward, keep doing your thing. Um, shout out to my wife, uh, keep doing your thing. Uh, you're definitely an inspiration to our community and the people around us. And um, again, I appreciate you and thank you for your time. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, and I'll echo that. Thank you for this opportunity to to highlight um, people in the New York community and and all around, getting Edward the opportunity to share uh, more of his story because if we don't share our stories, then a lot of times it just won't get shared unless it's something negative. (laughs) So I just appreciate you for the positivity that you're bringing to the the Internet waves and airwaves. Um, and I like what you said, Edward's already in Carnegie Hall, so we're just going to claim that because he's already in there with the book and that is just some other steps that God needs to line up to, to get him on that stage. So you know, thank you for saying that. And I you know, also just want to encourage Edward, as the book continues to stay out there, to, we're, we're going to have it in Spanish pretty soon, so we'll have it wow. translated into you know, different languages and then also I'm you know, encouraging him to do a, a musical, you know, story of it. So where his kids are listening to it, they can listen to it, you know, with some music that he's comp- you know, composed specifically for the book. So prayerfully that'll be coming up pretty soon where he'll just make like a little soundtrack to the book to go along with it as, you know, parents read it with their kids. Uh, and maybe he's reading it as he's playing as well. So we're going to work on just taking the book to another level too. So yeah. Wow. So thank you again yeah. for having us. Appreciate it. Thank you. That is really awesome, and we're going to stay tuned to that. And when you're in New York, you know, I guess we'll have to set up some kind of uh, book signing or something. So uh, we definitely got to sure. keep keep the connections open. Open. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yes, yes. Uh, it's on yes, you. Thank you again for ho- thank you again <laughs> for hosting us. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, thank you, you know, to my parents for just. Um, believing in me and continuing to push me and encourage me. Um, thank you for all the listeners that tuned in, that spent your Saturday uh, afternoon with us. We really appreciate it. Um, and I'm also going to be working on my third album, which is going to be an album of Ragtime by Scott Joplin. Uh, so I want you all to look out for that. My mom has been wanting me to do an album by a black composer for years. <laughs> So this one is going to be epic. Uh, so I'm already planning a lot of really cool things. So it should be out in the next month and a half to two months. Um, so just be on the lookout for that. It's going to be my first album with just an all-black composer. And Scott Joplin was one of my main influences when I was younger because he was, you know, a, a black composer. And I was he was the only one that I could see in the in the history books and in the piano books that looks like me. So I always wanted to be like Scott Joplin when I was younger. Um, so I'm super excited for that album. So get ready for that. And, yes, we, we love you and we thank you. Awesome. So, uh, again, we thank you all uh, for sharing with us on today. And certainly uh, we are going to uh, thank you for all our listeners uh, in Uh, New York and Michigan and around the world. Thank God for you, you and you. And certainly we're going to close in prayer. Well, would one of you like to close in prayer or you want me to do it? 
Okay. <laughs> Silence. All right. <laughs> okay, and we're going to close in, uh, and we're going to have a closing selection. Uh, we're going to close with uh, Everyday Jesus, uh, Anthony Brown. Gracious God, our Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for your loving kindness. We thank you for your tender mercy. We thank you for the gifts that are inside Sonia, Sean, Edward, Dan. We thank you for how they are sharing their God-given talents with the world. God, we pray that you bless them as only you can. Bless them in the city. Bless them in the field. Bless them coming in and going out. God, we thank you for the music that is in their life. We thank you for their uh, businesses that are in their life, God. God, do exceedingly and abundantly above all we can ask or think, God. Whoever's listening today, we pray that, pray that someone was encouraged, someone was uplifted and inspired to be all that you would have them to be. And as we uh, leave this particular session, we ask you to continue to bless us and keep us, to cover us with your blood, to give us your traveling mercy. In Jesus' name, we thank you and we praise you. Amen. Every day, Jesus.
When I'm sick or if I'm down, I know you'll always be around. When I'm low and afraid, he's right there to save the day. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus.